The Spanish Announce Table. It is Pro Wrestling's best podcast, The Spanish Announce Table. It is episode 444, which is awesome. And as Jeffrey Sills here in the chat says, uh, just now noticing this is episode 444, Jay-Z made an album called 444, and Moses Malone is famously known predicting the games it would take to win the NBA championship. Foe, foe, foe. Uh, that yeah. was the most like a lot of people talk about sports things being cool. Babe Ruth calling the shot. No, he didn't, but he called the shot. Um, you got Joe Namath guaranteeing victory in one fucking game. Okay. But still, yeah, everybody but for, does that. Right? <laughs> but like for Moses Malone to go into the playoffs and say the first series, it's going to be four games. The second series, it's going to be four games. And then when we get to the championship, we don't even know who the fuck that team is. It's going to be four games. And then him and Julius Irving, Dr. J, just like, yep, that's the fuck we're going to do. That's the most, that's the coolest fucking thing. By the way, did you catch, did you catch something on quarterback? Side note, we're getting into wrestling Mm -hmm. later. Um, Quarterback, have you watched that yet? Netflix? I'm I'm a couple episodes deep. Not, not. Oh, God damn it. You haven't got to the Super Bowl yet? Oh, no, no. I'm excited. You mean the Super Bowl that the Kansas City Chiefs won? I'll tell you That Super Bowl? that's yeah, I'll tell right? you now. I'll tell the you the most now. recent not... one that they won because you know they won a cup won a couple years ago also. Yeah, um, it's yeah, not table a spoiler. That. Don't spoil it. No, yeah, no, no, no. I am gonna spoil it. It's fucking cool. Okay. No, no, no. It's it's <laughs> fucking cool. So they're up there on uh, media night. You know when the Eagles and Chiefs were up on the big stage mm-hmm. talking and stuff. Well, uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Jalen Hurts are sitting next to each other, and Jalen's like, "Man, all these hotels. I'll tell you what." He's like. Dude, I booked a, a home yeah, three months ago. Uh, and man, Airbnb. Got a good rate on yeah, an Airbnb. Yeah. He booked a fucking Airbnb at the Super Bowl knowing he was gonna go to it. That's another three months ahead of time. Three months. Three months. He was like, listen, probably gonna be here by Incredible. that time. Prices Incredible. are gonna be skyrocketing, even if there's any availability. So I'm going to get out ahead of it. It's almost a smart move, too, because, you know, you got a legitimate chance of being there. And even if you don't, you can now just turn around and, you know what I mean? No, he knew he was going to be there. But he knew he was going to be there. Like, but, yeah. Well, you know, you know what he knows. You know what he knows now, too. Probably already booked the next one because he knows he's going to be there as well. Well, the end up. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but anyhow, Moses Malone, that's probably one of the that's coolest four, things. That's 444, which is what we're on. We're going to have a blast today on Fo Fo Fo. We are going to get into it. And by it, I mean pro wrestling talk and analysis. So, but before we do that, I need you to think about next week, which will be Fo Fo Five, uh, because that is the long awaited 10 year anniversary of the Spanish announce table. And I know what you're thinking. There's 52 weeks in a year. <clears throat> 10 times 52. Yeah, shut the fuck up. It's 10 years ago we started this, right? Maybe we missed some weeks. Piss off. But we've been doing this for 10 years, and we need you to talk to us, right? It's open forum time for the Table Nation. Get us something I can read, play, listen to for next episode. Touch. Right? Talk about something you love or hate about the Spanish announce table or remember from the past. And then bring up something, right? Something you want us to do on the Spanish announce table. Some pro wrestling topic you want to hear our opinion on. Tell us something you think sucks about our ad. I don't give a shit. Tell us something about the Spanish announce table and wrestling in general. And let's have a blast talking about it. We're going to do our normal episode, of course. But we will also have this conversation with you folks who you won't uh, 
you know, you won't miss any of our regular wrestling analysis as well, right? It'll be an extra fun, big, jam-packed, stuffed tight episode of the Spanish Announce Table next week. 445, 10-year anniversary. Tom, you've known me that long. Does that make you feel happy? I've actually known you a little longer because you were my producer on my mixed martial arts radio show, The Fight Show Live. So, yeah. Um, You're like, you know, mixed reviews. Yeah. My show? No, of of, of, of knowing me for this long. No, you've been fine. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. yeah, You're you're adequate. Certainly within that average range somewhere, right? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right. Cool. You did. All right. That's great. Yeah. That's you know. That's indicative. That's about how. Yeah. That's that's good, right? Like you achieved the. Yeah. Everybody's like, all right, you didn't fail. Good job. Yeah, you got to this point. You (laughs) know what I mean? You got to this point. My brother used to say that uh, he didn't want a high school graduation party, right? And he hated like doing anything for them because he was like. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm supposed to do that, right? He was like, he was like, well, he was like, I'm an idiot if I don't do that, right? And he was like, I don't want that. He's like, we don't need to fucking dance and throw streamers and shit. Yeah, (laughs) I I agree. When you're supposed to do something, you shouldn't be celebrated for it. However, if you're gonna celebrate me, you can celebrate anything you want about me. You want to do that? Graduate high school? Sure. You want to be that? Woke up. Uh, yeah, I agree. All the rest of you week? should not celebrate graduating something, but me. But if you want to celebrate me? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but, let's get to which it. Which brings us to the ten-year anniversary. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. right. we don't want to talk about you. We want yeah, to talk about talk us. About. That's why. Yeah, yeah. That's why we created a YouTube channel and shit. By the way, check us out: SpanishAnnouncedTable.net. If you're listening back on the podcast later, we do this live on Thursday nights. I think we were on time this week, precisely. On the dot at 7.15-ish, U.S. Central Standard Time, the one true time zone. Uh, you can go to SpanishAnnouncedTable.net for all. Yeah, what do you got? You know what I've been saying also, instead of the one true time zone, mm. I'll say it's, uh, like, for example, I'll go, it's uh, 7.26 Arrowhead Time. <laughs> Arrowhead Time. So a, <laughs> one of my managers at work, you know, we all work remote and everything, uh, mm-hmm. and we work with folks all over the country even sometimes and, and the world, and so time zones are always off, right? And he was like, yeah, I got time for a quick meeting at 2.30, and I was like, I knew he lived in Texas, right? So I was like, I was like, I of course uh, am to understand that by two thirty you mean two thirty U.S. Central Standard Time, the one true time zone. And he put back exactly. And I was like, all right, all right, perfect. Just yes. making sure we're, yeah. you know, what I mean, we're on the same page here. So yeah, um, I don't even know where we're going. Check out SpanishTownStable.net to stay in tune with all of our social medias because then you're going to know if maybe we got to do it on a Friday or if we're starting the show late, etc. Right? We're on the table. We're on a Twitter's, Threads, Facebooks, TikToks. All the things, you can find all those links on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. You can also find some donate links there if you want to donate us some money for the 10-year anniversary show. It's Cash App and PayPal on there. And then you can buy a t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash SpanishAnnounceTable. It's an awesome t-shirt. So, Tom, let's get into the show. We like to talk about pro wrestling. We have a lot of AEW to talk about, man. They had a really good match on Collision. They had AEW Battle of the Belts. They had AEW Blood and Guts. And there was a lot to get into. But before we get into that, we are going to go back in time and see what happened in pro wrestling history. Tom, are you excited? You ready to buckle in? I'm always excited. Always excited. That's what we told the judge. He is always excited. (laughs) I am strapped on and ready to go. What? You're strapped in. That too. All right, let's go. Back in time on this day. 
July 24th, 2005. The WWE Great American Bash was held in Buffalo, New York. Joey Mercury and Johnny Nitro lost the WWE Tag Team titles to Road Warrior Animal and Heidenreich. Remember oh, that? that was when they tried to do LOD with him. Yeah. Ugh. This time period sucked. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it gets better. Orlando Jordan defeated Chris Benoit to win the WWE United States title. Orlando Jordan, I forgot he was a thing in WWE. Yeah, he was pushing the boundaries like gold dust, but they made him a heel because of it. Because if you're not a red-blooded, white, straight American, what the hell are you, boy? If, because if you make me uncomfortable, that means you're evil. You're the America. one that's wrong. Uh-huh. Come on. Melina defeated Tori Wilson in a bra and panties match. We hate sex workers, don't we? Oh, women can't do that. If a, if two women want to do a bra and panties, they should do it. Rey Mysterio defeated... <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I didn't have anything to add. Rey Mysterio defeated Eddie Guerrero in a match where the match stipulation was that if Mysterio had lost then Guerrero would reveal a secret that neither the Mysterio or Guerrero families wanted to be revealed in public relating to Mysterio's son, Dominic. By the way, Dominic, North American champion. Yeah. That wasn't planned, I think, to talk about in the show, but how fun is that? Yeah, that's happened. That happened. JBL picked up a disqualification victory over world heavyweight champion Batista. Okay. I can never hear Batista and not think of Santino and want to call him Baptista. 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 <laughs> Baptista. Yeah. And The Undertaker became the number one contender for the World Heavyweight Championship when he defeated a wrestler who would be the recipient of a post-victory last ride from The Undertaker through the top of the stage floor. This controversial wrestler would never again be seen on WWE television. Who was mm -hmm. that wrestler? Oh, I I know who it is. I can't mm -hmm. from, I can't remember his name because he did the he did the um masked attack, but it was on the same day as the London bombing. So he went. He was playing as a Muslim, even though he was Italian, because we love to do that shit yes. too. Yes, uh, Muhammad Hassan. Uh, Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm -hmm. he had Davari as his as his right hand yep. man. Muhammad Hassan goes away because they just said "fuck you" instead of us. Um, and then Davari went over to hang out with Kurt Angle, and then that's when Kurt Angle cut that promo where he was like, uh, "America sucks." I like. Oh, I mean, he just like said all these things, and he's like, "See, I can say whatever I want because I'm an Olympic gold medalist." I was like, "Good God!" Anyhow, yeah. So yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, it was good he was Italian. That's my yeah, favorite part. Of I know he's Italian. Italian. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think so uh, is Tatanka. <laughs> Jeffrey Seal says, wait, I love Jamie Hayter, but Tony Storm versus Sky Blue in a bra and panties match would break the internet. I mean, you know. Well, here's the right. thing. Fucking Sky Blue's already in it. Yeah, like, yeah, we're already doing that. That's right. We're yeah. already doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Just wears a waistband with no fucking underwear. Good night. Put on some pants. All right, well, let's. Back in time. All right, let's yeah, see what happened. On this day. July 25th, 1999 great time okay. in society wwf fully loaded was held in buffalo new york buffalo going on fuck buffalo yeah buffalo sucks they don't even have an airport win their shit. division this year 
All right, WWF fully loaded, held in Buffalo, New York. The Acolytes defeated the Hardy Boys and Michael Hayes in a handicap tag match to win the WWF tag team titles. Midian lost the European title to D'Lo Brown. Did you get that TikTok I sent you about how he came up with that? That's fun. That's crazy, yeah. Yeah. The Big Boss Man defeated Al Snow in a hardcore match to win the hardcore title. I wonder if anything crazy that- happened in that feud. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Steve Blackman lost via knockout in an iron circle match against Ken Shamrock. You remember this? This is just a circle of cars in a, in a parking yeah. garage. Iron circle. Probably no iron in them fucking cars either. <laughs> They're so macho. I'm macho. I can bitch press. That means I can fight, obviously. Fucking idiots. Anyhow. Our Triple H defeated The Rock in a strap match. See? Strap it in. Strap it in. Strap it on. Strap it on. Right. Yeah. One of those. Steve Austin retained the WWF world title in a first blood match against The Undertaker. Okay. Edge lost the Intercontinental Championship to which wrestler after having just won that title at a house show the night prior in Canada? hate you you hate me it's jeff jarrett, <laughs> jeff, jarrett. jeff jarrett this was a fun one because i keep telling you that i'm looking for the five straight days of jeff jarrett and there oh, was yeah. three straight days of him flip-flopping this title and i thought man <laughs> i also i chopped these up for social media it's not going to carry over well i thought so i was like maybe i'll leave this off but jeff jarrett winning another title here uh 1999 fully loaded this had to be you must have loved this no, I didn't. Not even in the slightest. Never liked that fucking guy. Never liked him in anything. Hate him. Jeffrey Seals says, oh, yeah. Well, let me uh, let me clarify, because I always feel like I have to, especially because now we're blowing up. We're getting all these new people watching and listening and everything blowing like up. that. Yeah. Uh, Paparazzi I outside am, my house right now. Well, I'm only speaking specifically of what I see on TV. I don't know these people so I know sometimes they go by their real names like a John Cena. So when I'm like, John Cena sucks, it's not the human. Yeah. It's the Except character I see. I think we do know about global force gold. Well, yeah, so... there's some, there's some shady shit that I don't like, but I don't hate him for that. Yeah. Um, but the character I hate, I hate the character of Jeff. Yeah. So I just want to clarify that uh, the double J character has always been trash to me. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go. Oh, actually, before we do that, a fun fact about uh, the Jeff Jarrett thing. That was Edge's first WWF title, single or tag team. Edge and Christian would not win their first tag team titles in WWF until WrestleMania 2000. But that title victory that occurred on July 24th in 99 in Canada was unexpected of sorts. Jarrett was supposed to defend against Shamrock, in Canada, but Shamrock couldn't get there due to travel restrictions. I don't know, probably steroids in his bag or something, right? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Edge was like a stand-in, and he claims uh, later that he didn't know he was going to win that, like, until the match decision, so much that Finkel tried to grab the title from him until a producer came out and was like, hey, motherfucker, and then Finkel announced mm-hmm. a new champion, <laughs> Edge. So, interesting. I would have never guessed that in a trivia thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, because, I, I mean, I do remember the brood 
wasn't necessarily edge Christian tag team. It was kind of like just the three of them always hang out, but yeah, I would have thought they won tag before they won singles. So that is interesting. And Shamrock Uh, not getting to Canada, of course. Earlier, I forgot to say Jeffrey Sill said, what up gentlemen, great to see the best tag team since demolition. Remember the arcade game where they were the last team you had to beat? I think it was called superstars classic game. And I bet I have carpal tunnel now because of that game. I've dropped so Mm. many quarters into that game. Dude, you can go play that. Not yeah. at Updown. Updown's a great place, but there's another place uh, called, oh, fuck. It's right by the Uptown Theater. Ah, shit. It, it, but it has that game, and it's like a retro 1990s. Like, you play it on a TV and, like, have to plug uh, in a fucking thing. Uh, like, it's not like, so oh, it's not the arcade thing. Right, know. yeah. It's fucking cool. Anyhow, go nice. ahead. All right, all right, we'll move on. Back in time. And we'll see what happened. On this day. July 26th. 1986. Yeah. Alive. Jim Crockett Promotions held night 12 of the Great American Bash in Greensboro, North Carolina. Night 12, because in 1986, the Great American Bash was a 13 city tour featuring Mm -hmm. pay per view quality cards at each stop. Night 12's highlights included Manny Fernandez defeating Baron Von Raschke. In a loaded glove on a pole match. Uh-huh. Jimmy Garvin lost to Wahoo McDaniel in an Indian strap match. You know, that's so, more, nope. Huh. Another Italian. Another Italian. And it's more sinister that it's an Indian strap match. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't we, like, wasn't Tatanka Mexican? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why he was Italian. I think these all three guys that I've mentioned have been Italian. <laughs> Tully Blanchard defeated Ronnie Garvin in a taped fist match. Paul Jones defeated Jimmy Valiant in a hair versus hair match. This is all 80s. All this stuff is great. The Road Warriors and Baby Doll defeated the Rock and Roll Express and Jim Cornette in a steel cage match. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Ric Flair lost the NWA World Heavyweight title in a steel cage match to a wrestler for that wrestler's third and final NWA World Heavyweight Championship run. Who was that wrestler? Dusty Rhodes. It was Dusty Rhodes. It's always Dusty Rhodes with the Great American It's always Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's his thing, 100%. Old Dusty. Dusty's a great – I I like Dusty a lot. But, yeah, he would always do the – well, shit, I guess it got to come back to me, huh? Let's guess put I got to go out there and throw yeah. Ric Flair around. Um, yeah. But this was so America, right? We got the the Jimmy Garvin taking on the Indian, Indian-Italian in an Indian strap match, right? Tully Blanchard in a tape mm-hmm. fist match. We got a hair versus hair. Two steel cage matches. A pole match. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. all great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, totally a 1980s thing that I would go to, and they kind of had to because that was when '86, when Hogan was like hitting on all cylinders. So you got to fight fire with fire, yep. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Jeffrey Seals is killing the chat right now. He says uh, Nikita Koloff was from Ohio, Abdullah the Butcher was from Canada, and Kamala was from Mississippi. <laughs> Love it. All of this. Kamala is a uh, was a creation from uh, Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him telling that story that like he forever thought they were like like being racist. And then Jerry Lawler tells him, like, no, we weren't being racist. We were just being less racist than you think. Weird yeah, story that right. I didn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, back in the time machine to go. Back in time on this day. July twenty seventh, two thousand two. 
The first ever Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion was crowned at Ring of Honor, crowning a champion in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The main event of the 10-match card saw a 60-minute Iron Man four-way match in which Christopher Daniels, Doug Williams, and Spanky all lost to the very first Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Who is that wrestler? On this day. Uh, I thought this one might throw you. The very first? Uh-huh. Um... Misnomer on the heavyweight part, I'll say, if that helps. <laughs> Yep, Christopher Daniels, Doug Williams, Spanky, and this guy. Was it? It wasn't low key, was it? It was low key. Okay, low yeah. Because right. mm-hmm. hold on, let me look it up. Because there's always in that top, like the first five, that there's one guy that I've never heard of, and I always thought he was the first. Uh, so keep going. I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this but, match but also yeah. had AJ Styles defending the X Division Championship on it, or this card, right? Like, I, I uh, it'd be interesting to go back and maybe watch this from start to finish, right? This uh, mm-hmm. early, very first Ring of Honor title tournament here. But yeah, Loki, Loki's one I forget about often. He always weirded me out. Am I being am I out of line saying that? Like, he just his whole demeanor and the way he walked he, and talked. I was like, you weird. I don't like this. Well, I you know why I didn't this. like him? <laughs> yeah, you know why I don't like him though is because he. Th- I think he thinks it's real. It's again, that Japanese style of wrestling when it was like, do you know that? And I'm not picking I've on got the specifically. Slaps in, in the yeah. Industry. It's like the motherfuckers okay. giving you the chest. You like, got the hardest slaps because you're not pulling back any out of like yeah. niceness to your right. other performers. That doesn't mean you're tougher. It just means you're an asshole. 1 million percent. <laughs> yeah. It's Xavier. So in the, the first five. Oh, yeah champions it goes low-key xavier samoa joe austin aries cm punk and for whatever reason my my brain always thinks xavier was first and i always forget his name but it was low-key so anyhow that's what uh side note where how my brain works um right. so yeah i like it all right one more as we uh, hop uh, in the machine and go back in time on this day july 28th 2008 Ugh. yeah WWE Monday Night Raw was held in Washington, D.C. Highlights of this card include Beth Phoenix and Santino Morella defeated Kelly Kelly and D'Lo Brown. Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler lost to Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase Jr. Jamie Noble lost to Kofi Kingston. CM Punk defeated William Regal. Okay. That's a thing that happens. something there. Yeah. Nikki James defeated Jillian Hall. Batista, Baptista, and John <laughs> Cena defeated JBL and Kane. But the show is perhaps most noted for the announcement of a new Raw general manager. Who was this new GM? Oh, fuck. Is it the anonymous Raw GM? No. Great oh. No, this was, we knew who it was. He was on oh. screen. And he sucked. Mike Adamley? Mike Adamley. (laughs) Which, by the way, uh, I don't know your TV watching habits, but have you noticed this uptick in American Gladiator just documentaries I watched the first episode of that Netflix one last night, and it's it's interesting. Yeah. There's a 30 for 30 that's even crazier. Yeah, but that's real good. Yeah. Because it goes into about how the owners and like the owners were like kind of friends, but then one owns the like public rights to where that guy can't agree to interviews without the other one saying it's okay. It's fucking mm. weird, man. It's real weird, but it's cool. Interesting. 
But yeah, I like, love American Gladiators. Oh, it was so like, good. It was so fun. I get that there's certain things like they even talk about it. Like there's one where they're on a swing and they just go into the American gladiators and like, that's just a concussion every time, you know, Mm -hmm. I get that those ones need to be cut out, but like some of those fucking things, man, I miss it. Like physicality and violence is cool. You fucking assholes. Like be cool with it. You know? Yeah. I remember watching American gladiators a lot though. Oh, uh, and the rollerball. They talk about that in the Netflix one that like at the time rollerball was trying to make comeback. I love mm-hmm. that too. Dude, Saber. Saber was my fucking guy. Love Saber. I had his action figure. That's yeah. I used to have Saber beat up that, uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart when I was a kid. The one where the gladiators up there shooting the tennis balls at the folks. And oh, the that's guys. the best one. one. The coolest <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah, because because here's the other thing too. The American Gladiator couldn't just go doom 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 doom. Like the American Gladiator themselves had to like load it each time, so they had to be like judicious yeah. with how they shot it. I thought it was great for that's a great game. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, and Jeffrey Seals does say this. This is on the Netflix thing too. Like the creator was an Elvis impersonator, and basically mm-hmm. like he owned a gym and would like put on these ragtag competitions. So like that's what they said is like he just had an idea. He just had a name. And then basically mm-hmm. they're like, all right, let's sell this name. And people are like, all right, now the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how do you fucking do this? Watch the, th- watch the 30 for 30 because he did not maybe have that name. Ooh, it's, okay. all right, I'm nice. telling you, the, the, the 30 for 30, the director is a little bit of a look at me, Louie. However, um, it's very interesting if you get past like the director wanting to be the star. Interesting. All right. Well, that was our trip. Back in time. A lot of cool stuff happened this week. And, of course, Jeff Jarrett winning title. Love that. Tim, Tim, do not ruin our 10-year anniversary. <laughs> Some goddamn Jeff Jarrett thing next week. You're going to – you want to know that's one of your favorite parts of the show. <laughs> hey, do you want – do you want to uh, workshop this live on air, my okay. idea that I sent you? Yeah, what was the idea? What which one? So I think you send me a lot of ideas. You, I want to see which one you're talking yeah, about. That's true. That's true. I think because you love Jeff Jarrett just as much as oh, I do. All right. Yeah. I idea. think the London all in card okay. uh, is, is pretty, it's going to be pretty monumental. So let's put some stakes on it again. Who cares? It's fun television. Like if we get it wrong, yep. whatever, but let's just have fun for once here and let's make our picks. We'll write them down. We'll document it. We'll keep track. Loser has to wear the new Jeff Jarrett AEW shirt on the podcast yes. and maybe even do some other crazy stuff, but at least yeah. do uh, wearing the shirt on the podcast. Yeah. See, Jeffrey still says double J is my favorite part of the show. See, we can't see now. There's a request from the table nation for our 10 year anniversary show right there. Jeffrey Todd you know, says one thing, all of this American gladiator stuff sounds interesting. Nothing but Jeff Jarrett 10 year anniversary show. <laughs> yeah. You know, one theme in this show, if, if, if we were, if we had like a couple producers that would like cut up all this stuff for us, you know, it's way I too think much one for me theme, to do right now. I don't well, yeah. A million that, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like, if we had like the money, like if we were like a metal lark or something like that, or Pat McAfee type style, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think if we were to kind of catch the theme of this show, one of those themes is that listeners and viewers love when I hate something. They yeah. just love when I hate it. <laughs> just, just love it it's when I'm just like, to see uh, you get angry about it. It's very, <laughs> it's very entertaining. Ah, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, good. We're glad. I'm glad. All right, but we're here. We're ready to talk about some AEW. That's not going to get you angry, I don't think, right? There was a lot of fun 
shit that happened this week with AEW. This was an all-time week. We're going to touch on some of that Saturday show because obviously there was a notable match that took place. place. Uh, but we're going to go into Dynamite specifically, and then we might, you know, as we do, take our side quest to other parts of AEW and pro wrestling as it goes. So I want your first take on the first thing we saw, Tim. So last night, Jungle Boy's music hits. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, 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 oh. You know, we're doing all that. And then it goes black. Boom. And then we see a video and it looks to be sentimental or uh, it's supposed to be uh, representative of Jack Perry is bearing the jungle boy character. Yeah. We saw his boots, right? Yeah. Drugs. So now we got, yeah. So now we have new Jack uh, walking out, which I think we should call him new Jack. Should call him new Jack. <laughs> But the way you get around it is you just you just put uh, quotes around it. Yeah, Jack. The whole thing is new Jack might come and actually try to stab a motherfucker. So. Well, he's dead. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's God, what I'm saying. That's right. So yeah, so he can't stab him. Yeah. Right, yeah. What are we gonna get? Yeah. What's he gonna fucking what's do? About he, gonna it? do? <laughs> he can. We kill Jungle Boy. He can go fight off him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Has to go fight in hell. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't know where he's at. But you know what I mean. Um. <laughs> So he comes out, New Jack, and uh, he walks out. And here's the first thing that was a little bit interesting. He walks out to Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Yeah, that was weird. So what do you think about that, first off? That music is interesting. I don't know if we need to run with that forever. I agree. It was something that everybody was like, it, if we had a fun bopping to the fucking, oh, 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 right? And now we get that. We're like, fuck this. Ooh, but the more we get away from that and and then we lose, you know, this remembrance that like it used to be a fun music, we've got to get mm -hmm. to something different, right? I don't think that can be his long-term solution. Um, I thought it interesting, though, that like what, they were in Boston, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. They're in Boston. And I know, you know, Jack Perry didn't necessarily say I'm doing this in the same place where this event is happening in the same day, but like he's in a fucking desert burying jungle boy right and i was like the deserts of massachusetts there or was this maybe a yeah. couple days prior maybe maybe i'm gonna right, give him yeah, that yeah. right yeah maybe a couple yeah. of days prior right but yeah the music boo but i like this right i like that i mean we say this he's trying right and it gets a little better each time right i like this approach of him being like fuck you fuck everything mm -hmm. uh, uh that's associated with jungle boy i'm gonna beat this motherfucker up let's go yeah uh, so the thing with Beethoven's Fifth Symphony or Beethoven's Symphony Number no. Five, however the fuck you say it, I saw it written that way a couple times. Is uh, that's Walters, but that's Walters. Oh, it's Walters. Remember, go watch any know. of the. Walter doesn't exist, man. Walter. God he died. Damn it, he died. Well, then go watch. I'm tomorrow's match of the day He's is going to be staycation. Tyler Bate versus Walter. He's on a How about that? All right, yeah. I mean, Walter yeah. used to exist. Yeah, so that Walter that existed, <laughs> that I still think is Walter, uh, when he was in NXT UK, that's what he walked out to. So that was where my mind instantly went to. Is like, well, Walter uh -huh, did it way better. Well, see, yeah. See? Second thing, second thing is it didn't hit what the character is. So, like, for example, a, an annoying theme is Don Callis. But Don Callis is the representation of that fucking sound. You know what I mean? Like, I showed my son... Don Cal's coming out to that music, quote unquote music, right? And he was like, 
like this is terrible first of all right like he was like this is real bad right i mean we were remarking about that but then he was like why is this guy look like a cheap version of vin diesel and he was like it looks like this guy's like vin petrol <laughs> vin unleaded like he just started like calling him a bunch of random shit like that and then he couldn't get over it and he was like He's like calling his sister. He's like, look at this guy. <laughs> like he was saying, I was like, yeah. this is how I know Don Callis works, right? Like Don Callis is terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everybody hates him for many reasons. Many reasons. Good stuff. But yeah. anyway, as we were saying, yeah, this doesn't so, fit the character. You're right. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. It's not I'm a rebel now and I hate you music. That That's exactly right. Is I get the I get the, 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 the desire of we're not going to have you sing to fucking anything, right? Because you can't sing to this song. So I got that point. I will hope, though, now that, uh, you know, after this match result, that maybe we get something a little bit different for him. But I did like the black pants. I like that he's not shaved his chest like he looks a little bit more rugged. It also looks like he didn't shave his face. Uh, so he looked more mature. I mean, he's adopted, uh, you know, like, again, his his walk, his attitude, right, his swagger about things uh, fit the character mm-hmm. well. I will say that. Like, he's he's definitely improved a lot. And uh, and the match, uh, as we get into it, man, I, I mean, I'm surprised at the outcome, for one, of course, but, like, I like this match a lot. The storytelling they did in this was really good. Yeah, I thought, you know, Hook is obviously uh, a novice, a very, you know, early beginner in his wrestling career. And I really felt like Jungle Boy for peeking behind the curtain and looking at the structure of the match did a really good job of like slowing down the pace, but getting fun moves in to the point where when he does the uh, belly to back on hook and hook rolls through and then stands up and the whole fucking crowd stands up with them. Like as much as that is hook and that is hook to do it and be, have the presence of like, I'm the fucking man. It's also jungle boy to lull you into, I'm just kicking his ass here. I'm kicking his ass here. I'm kicking his ass here. And then for uh hook to be like, not anymore motherfuckers. And then we're, the crowd's like, hell yeah, yeah, mount up and let's fucking go. You know? So, I thought that was done really well. Now we get to the end of the match. Some shenanigans as usual. Shenanigans. Yes. We get a title shot to the head of hook jungle boy first ever to beat hook. And now is your FTW champion. So let's talk about that. What did you think of the finish? What do you think about hooks first loss? What do you think about jungle boy as the FTW champion? And then I got some other follow-ups for you. I like it. I was worried going into this. I was like, man, this is going to suck for whoever loses, right? But I think we already made the change in the character of Jungle Boy. And so if this hurts Hook a little bit, then that's where we have an opportunity maybe to just tinker a little bit. Because I think we're close with Hook, but I don't think we're Mm -hmm. all the way there yet, right? So I think this is a good call. I like that Taz sold this as like, I really want to go beat the shit out of Jungle Boy right now, right? Like, don't fucking talk to me. Get the fucking camera off my face. Right, like that's I like who that. I thought did the best. Yeah. So the the finish was good. I think it's a I think it's a good decision to have Hook lose here because anyone two weeks from now, three weeks from now, is going to talk about the blood and guts match, right? So they had enough firepower in this episode to where Hook could lose. We make note of it, but there's other things to like talk about at the water cooler, as they say, to where it's not like, well, fucking hooks buried now. What the fuck is that all about? Like eventually he has to lose, right? Because no one likes the Goldberg 200 in a fucking streak anymore. Right. So it was good that he lost here in a, in a show that had other things to talk about now. Mm -hmm. And look, he got cheated too, right? Like, yeah, it was also not clean, right? right? It wasn't like Jungle Boy just fucking, you know, warm like a hat and then pinned him. Uh, 
But I do agree with you. The best part of this is Taz taking his glasses off. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Even when Chris Jericho comes out and he's like, hey, Taz, you going to say anything? He's like, the fuck I am? No. Well, and Tony Schiavone, even if you go back and watch that Taz moment where you're talking where he's like, well, I don't appreciate the fucking camera on my face right now. Yeah. Uh, after he gets done saying his thing and they start to move on, Tony Schiavone looks like he's so heartbroken for Taz in that moment, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. Man, this sucks, right? Like, yeah. he feels so bad for him. Uh, all night, the commentary team had me, like, rolling. There's moments where we like, last night's Dynamite is one of my favorite episodes ever, by the way. I'm going to say yeah, that now they as, as we keep going through. But but this this really was kicking in. This is when I really started paying attention more to, like, the things the announcers were saying. Because I was like, oh, man, right? Like, we really mm-hmm. told a lot here, right? We, we jam-packed a lot of stuff right here. Loved it. Now... Now let's talk about the other side of this whole equation. Jungle Boy as your FTW champion. Now, do you think this is something that legitimizes the FTW championship, or is it just oh, it. gets it back? I don't hate it. I don't. I don't want to do that right away. At least as we're saying it right now, right? Things may change, mm-hmm. but right now I don't think like we just have to work up a story where Hook gets his revenge and gets the FTR. Because again, I think that just feels like we did nothing, right? Like that's a flip flop. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything. I don't mind if we have the FTW around and let it be kind of a thing. I like this idea that it's supposed to be this anti-establishment, you know, finger to the to the world, right? That's what it stands for, right? It finger is. to the world. Fuck the world. Um, finger to the world. Right? Um, yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be that. And right now that's what Jungle Boy's supposed to be doing. So I feel like it fits. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, in the Fight Forever video game, I always have the person holding the FTW champion as someone like that. So the people in my world that have held that belt has been Lance Archer, Powerhouse Hobbs, Miro, uh, who's my current one? Oh, Eddie Kingston. So, like, those are the guys. Well, yeah, she's in there, of course, right? In character uh, with Cody Rhodes. Um, Well, if you play on PC like I do, you can get mods. I tried one. I put Bray Wyatt in the game and see what that looked like. And it, I didn't like it. I took it back out. <laughs> What's a mod? I don't you know can, what a mod means. They can take one of your, like, create a wrestler spots, right? Like, let's say, you know, outfit 14 or whatever. And they can change mm-hmm. it with something that they've already built. And it's basically like a, a full character. Like, bam. And oh. they, they can, they've created, like, you know, you can put Roman Reigns yeah. in the fucking game and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Like, universe. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Uh, creations in, um, in yeah. WWE. Okay. Kind of like, yeah, that. when you could, like, download things and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. like, this oh, one's a little can. different. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do that here uh, uh, on some months. I tried a little bit of it, but I was like, oh, I'm going to stick with the regular. I don't play it enough to really have to want to mod it all that much, you know. Right. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, I hope... I, I'm interested to see because yeah, jungle boy in the lineage of FTW champions kind of sticks out like a sore thumb, even though currently he is doing the fuck the world, you know, thing, but he's not Sabu. He's not Taz. He's not Brian cage. You know what I mean? So one thing I think is that you're going to run into a situation where peeking behind the curtain Taz is probably like, that's my fucking belt. I'm not just letting any asshole run around the state side with it. So mm-hmm. I have a feeling like Taz is still carrying it around, right? Oh, yeah. And so some of that may, like, is Taz still working there? Will that be being defended around, or is this just going right back to Hook? So that makes me lean a little more like Hook is going to get this back because I feel like it's one of those, like, family title, but we thought, hey, this will help the young kid out. Right. It's his title. first singles title. It's right. his first singles title. So, right. yeah. Yeah, Taz still gets upset when wrestlers wear orange to the ring. 
like he'll audibly say it on commentary which i think is funny it's like it's a fucking color you yeah, don't you, own the color you, you weren't man. the first to wear orange either yeah yeah so anyhow i love taz taz is the best i have his uh custom action figure on the way can't wait for it ecw baby um all right so let's move on alex marvez who's now apparently the fucking greatest detective in AEW history <laughs> has a secret meeting he saw at a restaurant and he's such a bad actor he's such God a bad actor it. but i want them to okay fine he's somebody's fucking brother-in-law or something fine whatever he's there we're gonna put him on tv he's fine but let's lean into this he's he always is there in the right moment to capture the shot or get a good quote, but it's by accident. He trips into it. He fucking, you know what I mean? He thinks oh, he's yeah, going he's somewhere and he walks into, yeah, yeah let's Gump. lean into it. Let's fucking have him fall backwards into a room. And then he finds two characters making out that we didn't know were doing, right? Those kind of things, right? right? Let's, yeah. let's do that. Because then, so we'll then we'll love him. Then we'll love Alex Marvis. All right, I mean, at least we'll like, oh, that was fun, right? We'll know something's. I'd rather RJ City do it, but yes, yes, one million percent. However, in this uh, occasion, we saw Chris Jericho and Don Callis at a restaurant, and they're both talking, sitting in a booth, and then they notice the hidden camera, and they get a security guard to kick Marvez out. So, fine. You making anything of this though? Yeah, I feel like it's one of those where they're just trying to dangle the carrot, and we're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get them. Those two egos can't exist. Well, I thought, honestly, yeah, honestly, fast forwarding to the main event uh, real quick. One of my thoughts, though, is when uh, the BCC was in peril, I thought Chris Jericho was going to be the one that walks out and be like, I got your back, Don Callis, we're good, and then wins the match for him. I thought that might have happened, but it didn't. Oh, yeah, because one person Uh, left, so then, yeah, in Jericho comes in as the, you know, save the day, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's what I thought might have happened. So, good thing it didn't. Um, All right, now let's get into... Let's get into the best thing on the card. Jeff and I'm Jarrett. saying that. Oh. No. Oh, yeah. He wasn't no. on the card, right? Yeah. He wasn't on the card, and he's not the best thing. Um, honestly, this was, I thought, the best segment okay. of the night. We get uh, uh, footage from last night, uh, for, 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 excuse me, from the night before, of yeah. MJF and Adam Cole in a parking lot. And Adam Cole goes, MJF, you need to face your fears. And MJF is like, oh, yeah, poor people. And he's like, no, spicy food. Oh, yeah, spicy food. Okay, cool. <laughs> so and they're yeah, and they're in front of a, a Chinese restaurant. And Adam Cole's like, all right, follow me. And MJF is like, a Chinese restaurant in Boston. Yeah, he's like, there's no way I'm going there. I yeah. love, too, that he's like, so many poor people. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Uh, so they go in there and good acting here. I thought Adam Cole kind of showed a little bit more personality than just being the, yes, the, the stiff, the straight guy, as they 100%. say, this is so done wonders for him in storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this, per, this, this segment, cause a lot of the segment segments been, Hey, I'm Adam Cole and MJF has been doing all yeah. the work. You know, he did some work here, uh, but they're eating hot food, hot food, hot food. And then they're like, ah, it's too spicy. Get us something to drink. And then they drink this the thing, and they're like, Man, "This hurts." Yeah. And he's like, "It's a hundred percent alcohol." Yeah. Which why is that on the menu? Yeah. Why did you hand them that when they're like, "Hey, you just gave us spicy food. We need to drink." That's a little bit of a plot hole, right? Well, unless the he easier just way to it. yeah, but the easier way to write around that is MJF's tough guy. He orders hundred proof alcohol at the table, and then also is like, "Oh, let me get some waters, waters, waters," right? He's fucking doing his thing and he grabs the wrong cup, right? Like, yeah, do that. 
I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they face their fears. Small and, potatoes. I'm fucking right. micro. Yeah. Micro. Fucking yeah. yeah. It was just weird. Though. Like, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, that wouldn't have. That was where it was kind of like, all right, guys. That was the yeah, little sure. night where I was like, all right, what else we got? Yeah. But they end the segment with a double clothesline, but they don't show it. They just show them in the process of hitting the double clothesline on this server. So the fucking double uh, clothesline. God damn it. I love it. It's the best. <laughs> and so then we go back to Marvez and now he's outside the arena and he got a tip. that Don Callis is going to show up right now. Don Callis and Jericho show up and they walk out and they're like, Hey, uh, Marvez, you're an idiot. Ha 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 ha. Uh, and then they just walk away kind of all buddy, buddy again. What are you making of that part? Anything? I mean, again, it's just more continuation. The same thing we already saw, right? It's just establishing that theme that like, Hey, now these guys are doing everything together. I, again, wish Marvez right here does. He's like, I'm trying to find word of when we're going to get uh, Jericho and Don Callis. Uh, my sources haven't come in yet, uh, but I'm going to go out and wait in the parking lot and see when they come in. And then as he opens the door, he fucking runs smack dab into him. Right. And they're like, get the fuck out of the way, Marvez. <laughs> right. Something like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Like, Oh shit. There they are. Right. Like there could be a lot better ways to use. Cause it did feel weird. He's like, I got a tip. They're coming in and the limousines pulling up right then. Right. And he runs over to the fucking door where they happen to be coming out of it. It's like, man, right. Yeah, like a little much, little too much. Yeah. Right. Again, a little, little bit of small potatoes, but I feel like, uh, you know. Moving forward, they need to right. tighten that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then uh, Kayla Sparks versus Britt Baker in a one-minute match. That is too true to be good. So let's keep it moving. What was uh, that thing? I don't... Like I said, it sounds too true to be good because it was. It was too true. It feels like uh, they were like, we need a women's match. And they were like, well, we didn't invite any women tonight because there wasn't like shit. Anybody hanging around? You're an intern. You're, re- you're training to wrestle. Get in there. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Yeah. I dare Tony Khan. You can clip this if you want and then tag him in it. I dare Tony Khan to put two women's matches on a dynamite episode. Dare you. I dare you. Full length. Don't put one and don't put one before the main event. I'm saying two true segments like you would do for the men two true segments for women put them either in matches or big segments dare you tony khan you won't do it you coward uh all right so you let's should hire us moving. also tony I wanna, like, hire a us. million percent because yeah. i'm better than you i just don't have money and i have a tumor so uh adam cole and mjf backstage i am it, it's okay to say it i'm fucking don't way have money more and i got a tumor <laughs> yeah well you know uh side note side quest for everyone i start radiation on august 3rd which is the day of the show so i might be fucked up when we are doing this which you might hear some crazy shit i'm you don't even know what i might say i might like, say some wild stuff anytime you think i'm wild right now <laughs> I feel like anytime I ever get the question anymore, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm going to say, I don't have money and I got a tumor. <laughs> uh, I know. You think I'm wild right now. Wait till I'm Spider-Man and I got all this radiation. I'm going to be fucking pop, 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 pop. Hey, wait till my eyes glow green when Tim talks about Jeff Jarrett. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Hulk smash. <laughs> tell you what, it's going to be so much cooler. 
Um, okay, now let's get into something that was really cool. So they told you you're uh, gonna become a superhero, right? Like you're gonna have superhero things, right? Yeah. That's like, listen, the reason I Tommy, signed the fucking papers. Yeah, Tommy, yeah. that's gonna be great. You're gonna have radioactive <laughs> material in you, Tommy. Sign me up. Sign me up. Yeah. Like a superhero. You say Spider-Man? Okay, cool. Like the Flash. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's get back on track here. So Adam Cole and MJF are backstage, and they're like, hey, man. They're with Renee Paquette, by the way. They're like, dude, we're going to hit this double clothesline. It's going to be awesome. And then MJF's like, hell yeah. Hey, I got you something. And he brings out matching trunks. And yeah. Adam Cole's like, dude, that is really? I got us matching jackets. I love and that those like, just happen to so match, cool. too. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, this is so crazy. And then Adam Cole goes, and then I got you something else. And MJF's like, well, what is it? And he's like, oh, you'll see. And MJF's like, oh, God, the you, Adam, yeah. Yeah, oh, I gotta give you a noogie. And then they walk off. And then Roger Strong and his bitch ass negative fucking generic ugly guy. energy. Yeah, <laughs> ugly energy and his neck brace is like, hey, guys. And Renee Paquette's like, this isn't gonna last, is it? He's, he's like, bringing no, the it's fat not. friend energy. Yeah, he's he bringing is the, the fat, fat friend. He's the fat friend. He's the fat friend. Oh, I hope they break <laughs> his neck. Uh, that would be so cool. And if they hit him with the double clothesline, God, that would be the best. And break his neck. Break his neck with the double clothesline. We don't fucking need you. Oh, that fat would friend? be the best. Fat friend, you're bringing us down. We don't need a wingman, you fucking fatty. Get out of here. You know? Fucking. Yes. I'm already a Love 10. It. Love it. Love it. All right. So then after that, Roderick Strong does his little, you know, grouch thing, uh, which, by the way, I'm a grouch too. I'm wearing the fucking shirt. Um, we see Garcia and Guevara, and they make their entrance. And then Chris Jericho comes out and is like, cut my music in Boston wants to sing it. And he's like, ah, see, I'm cool. Turn it's it like, off. Just, fuck, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he joins commentary. And then again, going, uh, doing a callback. This is when Taz is like, I don't want to talk. And Jared goes like, that's weird. He's like, I run hot. He goes, you run hot and you run orange. He's like, that's right, brother. Like, <laughs> it's like yeah, dead serious like, about it. Yeah. Like shut, like tell him in a professional way, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right? I don't like, want to be here and I'm done yeah. with this. Uh, so then after Jericho makes his way to commentary, MJF walks out and he's like, hell yeah. And then he points to uh, behind him and he's like, hey, here it is. And then they play the start of the song again, which he thinks. And he's like, guys, you messed up. Why would you play? And as soon as like he is almost done with the sentence, Adam Cole goes, it's all about the boom. And oh, my God, the most boyish surprise energy from mjf he runs in place like he's a a, a Mm -hmm. fucking cast member in oprah who got a new car but hugs adam cole slings him around around the best just and then i don't know that adam cole legit knew that was coming because he's like hey hey hey, motherfucker come (laughs) yeah you got a bad back oh yeah and so he spins him around and then they come out and they're yeah and doing all that stuff oh when he does Uh, the throw him up with adam cole on that walk you see him so fucking proud of himself fucking god damn it i love it yeah yeah and so then they and then they do the boom and then they do the yeah adam cole baby they do all the stuff they hit all their marks and they get all their uh, matching jackets off and Guevara and Garcia. They're talking over strategy. And so then here we go. We're going to start this matchup. 
Garcia walks up. MJF walks up. Uh, Rensburg, I think, was the ref. And he goes, all right, guys, let's go. And he gets his hand stopped by Garcia. And Garcia's just like, check out my fucking hips. Uh, 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 fucking hips. And as we know, MJF, when well, as we know, MJF cannot be one-upped. So he's like, and then Rinsberg goes to call for the uh, bell again. And MJF stops him. He's like, motherfucker, look at my hips. Yeah. Just thrust. Him. And then, yeah. And then, and then Garcia is, or uh, yeah, Guevara. No, excuse me, Garcia. I get their names mixed up. Garcia, Daniel Garcia goes, oh, this is my thing, motherfucker. And so then he does the motherfucking hip swing. And then MJF again goes, I got you one more fucking time. But then after the second time he does it, he goes, you motherfuckers want to see a dance off? <laughs> like, yeah, yes. And I mean, sure. he got the crowd. He was like, dance yeah. off. <laughs> like, yes, you yeah. do. Yes, you do yeah. want to see it. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then he makes his way down to where the, the, the ring bell is. And he goes down and pushes a button, which he knew, I guess, was the dance button. <laughs> MJF knows everything, man. Like, yeah, he's a chump. obviously. Yeah. And so then he gets in there, and then poor Sammy Guevara. Jesus Christ, for someone so good looking, so handsome, he has the athleticism <laughs> of a hundred men. You ask this motherfucker to dance, and it's like a baby giraffe learning how to walk. This motherfucker can't go left, he can't go backwards. <laughs> He can do the spin yeah. and that's it. Well, and then you got Chris Jericho getting all racist uh, while he's, talking. he's like, well, they're Latin, so their hips are swinging. I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, these guys are Latin, so their, ha- their hips are moving or something, whatever the fuck he said. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. You're just like, oh, of course, oh, of course, Jericho. Oh my God. Yeah. And so then it ends their portion ends with uh, Sammy doing the spin. But then this time Garcia puts his head through his legs and then hops the ground. He's like, that's how you fucking end this one, bitch. Bro, that was the funniest thing to end a dance. <laughs> like, I was like, I wonder if Tom and I can practice this next time. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, I don't know if I want to be the guy. Diving head first or the guy taking the dive? It oh, feels like it sucks oh. either way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll dive. I'll take, I'll, I'll be tribute there. Uh, yeah, it, that was just so funny. So then they make their way back to their corner, and MJF just goes, "Motherfuckers, check out this!" Soul and train, he does baby. A, yeah, he mm-hmm. does a whole fucking thing of thrusting, spinning, and all that. And then he gets done with his portion. It was what? It wasn't bad. It was yeah. MJF, good quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Better than average white guy. Yeah. And then he goes, Adam Cole, it's your fucking turn. And Adam Cole, just baffled by this whole situation, is like, me? Yeah. Fucking do it. <laughs> and then he looks at the crowd and they're like, fucking do it, you know? And so he's like, okay. And then he just fucking humps. Just hump, yeah. hump, uh. hump, hump, hump. And then MJ's like, okay, we're done. Oh, that he's like, embarrassed for him. He's like, no, 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 you got to stop, 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 stop. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. We're done. We lost this one. Okay, let's get to the match. And then so now we start the match, right? So we had a dance off <laughs> on the same night as a blood and guts match. How many times I've complained, remarkable. you know, about the WWE uh, dance off? They found a way to make this fun. 
this one was fun. Yeah, this one was a way that it didn't feel, hey, everyone, on the count of three, we're doing a segment. This felt organic. <laughs> this felt more genuine to the characters. I liked it so much more. Uh, this match, again, commentators were great in this match, right? Like, there was times I laughed. I, like, I was into this match. I was I was concerned about the outcome of this match. Uh, lost in some of this is the great performance, again, by Daniel Garcia. That fucking thing. When the ref at one point tries to stop him from, like, doing illegal stuff in the middle or, like, in the corner, and he just immediately turns and backs the ref down. <laughs> what the fuck? God yeah. damn it. Such great stuff. I love that thing. Garcia I'm pulling that out. Great. I'm going on a fucking vacation coming up soon, and I'm busting that out somewhere. I'm fucking getting them elbows up. I know I'm going to pop somebody, and I'm going to know I've got a wrestling fan hanging out on that vacation uh, with me. Well, even not, you're still going to make someone fucking... Somebody's going to love it. They're going to be like, I'm going to do yeah, that, I'm too. Gonna, yeah, I love, yeah. I'm going to start a conga I'm line gonna... of the fucking... <laughs> I'm going to do that when I have to ring the bell after radiation's done. I'm going to fucking... Can I be there to videotape this? <laughs> yeah, go up to it and fucking... And then... Now you ring it. As it's still ringing. Ring it for me. Yeah, you just got to hit it with your elbow. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, that's what we're doing. All right, so let's get back to this match here. So we're going back and forth. We're getting all the fucking over-exaggerations from MJF. Obviously, great athleticism from all four guys. But the spot that we're all looking for here is the double clothesline. And we get teased two or three different times yeah. with the double clothesline. We get, uh, oh, one other spot that was pretty fun is MJF finally did a suicide dive and thought it yes. was like, the first time ever anyone's ever done a suicide dive. I mean, yeah. I sent you this tweet where he's like in front of 97,000 people <laughs> yeah. and all this in shit. In the original yeah. Boston Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Just a fuck you to Hogan, which is so yeah, great. so fun. Oh, God. And so he hits the suicide dive. He lands on his feet. Then they throw in uh, Garcia and they hit the double clothesline. MJF covers one, two, three, boom. Here we go. Yeah. Next up on collision, it's going to be MJF and Adam mm -hmm. Cole taking on FTR. Now, before we get there, a mm -hmm. little bit of storytelling. So Garcia and Guevara lose the match. They're upset. Chris Jericho takes off his headset and goes to console. He says, I got to go be with my boys, right? Yeah, Go oh, my man, boys. you guys almost did it. Yeah, almost did it. And they look at each other and look at him and it's like, fuck out of here, old guy, with your fucking platinum heels. Yeah. And Garcia, like, right yeah, he kind of taps. Like, fuck this chump, right? Like, yeah. he just split around him, leave him hanging. And Chris Jericho, again, bewildered, baffled, goes, what the fuck is happening here? And then follows him, and we'll see where that story goes. But then we go back into the ring. And here's where... They tugged on our heartstrings a little bit. So the ref goes to grab MJF's world championship, the triple B and Adam Cole grabs it first to like, I'll give it to him. And as he grabs it, he looks at it and he's like, man, the world heavyweight championship MJF celebrating, looking out at the crowd, then turns around, catches them. And is like, the fuck are you looking at my shit for 
that is mine. And we start to see some Shoves jealousy. Him hard. He gave him a fucking whoop. Yeah. Well, because that's his. He fucking popped the hips on that shove. Fucking yeah, send back. That's his. That's his. That's his precious, right? Like the Lord of the Rings but, little demon uh, guy. You know. Hey, listen. Uh, it's not. It needs to be noted. I saw lust in those eyes from Adam Cole when he was staring at that belt. Oh yeah. He paused. Oh yeah. He was mm-hmm. gonna hand, and he looked back and was like, oh, "Look at this thing." Mm-hmm. Lust in yeah. those eyes, so, brother. It, there was a hundred percent. So then they're like, "You know what? Okay, okay. So sorry, 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 sorry." Both of them apologize. Adam Cole's like, "I didn't yeah, really like, mean it." Sorry. He's like, "I was gonna give it to you. I was, I was just yeah. turning around to give it to you." He's like, "It's on me." Yeah, it's on, it's me. on me. My bad. Yeah, yeah. They hug. Adam Cole then is like, "Go, let's go celebrate." And MJF goes, "Okay," and then stops and stares at him, and it's like. I'm going to kill this motherfucker. Like, do I need to? Yeah. Does Wayne Brady yeah. need to choke a bitch? <laughs> right. Yeah. Then they go up to the top of the, you know, to the turnbuckles and they're celebrating. And then. And FTR comes out. And I don't know if someone pissed in their breakfast cereal, but they came out pissed off before anyone said anything. Yeah. They were mad as fuck. Like, yeah. Not storyline. It seemed like they were just mad at Yeah, because it looked like they came, like they were in their travel gear, right? Like their, you know, yeah. I mean, ill-fitting clothes. It was kind of like, all right, I didn't plan to be out here. Yeah, they, well, they were just, just spitting venom. So they get in there and they're Yeah, which is weird because whole... like they knew somebody was going to win this tournament, right? Like, why are you mad right. at these guys? <laughs> like, that's yeah. odd. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get into a theory here in just a second, but uh, let's cover it here first. So then they do a stare down and they're looking at each other and, then let's take a quick side note here. The commentary team note notes that this past Saturday, FTR defeated Bullet Club Gold in a fantastic mm. hour-long two out of three falls match, which FTR obviously retained the titles. And quick note about that, just outstanding. I think earlier Very in our match. chat, where did I see this? Earlier in the chat, someone said it was their second favorite match of the night where did i see that that was early on i think mm-hmm. yep. that ftr bang bang gang match was my second favorite match this year that was yeah, from uh, that? jeffrey sills yeah there you go so yeah i mean the match was phenomenal it, i still have my list and you know i already did my almost half year awards and we passed that point so now you gotta wait till the end of the year awards or I might just do my almost end of the year awards. Who knows? It's my stuff. Um, but that was up there. That the is, match was that really was good. A, oh, no, the match was really good. Much. I watched it very much. Again, I'm not one to rank things ahead of each other and get in the list. We've talked about this a lot of time. That's more Tom's wheelhouse. Um, but I will say it was definitely one of the better, like, matches. What I like to give people the caveat is, of course, you gave them two out of three falls and an hour time frame, right? Not everybody else yeah. got that. So you can't measure everything to everything. Um, yes. And again, you had four people here versus two, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of moving parts involved, um, but they mastered what they did there. They did it very damn well. And it was one of the best tag team performances of the year for sure. Um, when you, when you're going to look at a list and maybe rank them, right? I think it was very good. Um, and, uh, we have a chat here, um, about this whole, um, before we go too deep into that, Katie, the first lady said the fact that both Cole and MJF are really spreading it on thick now make me think both that they're both turning on each other they would both look pretty stupid if they actually believed each other hashtag tweet the table um you think that happens at the match or do we maybe get they win a titles 
or even they lose the titles, but they're still friends and we continue this? Or is it at the match and we get the, they try to turn on each other at the same time? <laughs> There's so many different ways we yeah. can go. And I, and I early, I said, and I still stand by it. I'm more creative than Tony Khan and I am, but I will say Tony Khan's fucking brilliant and very good at, uh zigging when everyone thinks we're zagging right yeah. he'll do some of that stuff he won't do like the shocking what the fuck was that kind Not of a russo twist but right but he does these like oh shit like for example who thought we would love mjf and adam cole six weeks ago we we're like oh they're doing a can they coexist bullshit right like and the the moment they had yeah. was shut up Shimoni i wouldn't have thought if you told me it. a couple weeks ago jungle boy beats hook for fdw title i'd have been like it's gonna all right but i I like how we got there yeah right yeah exactly so with that being said there's a lot of different routes we can go my gut so this is what my gut says my gut says that mjf and adam cole lose straight up they're just not the better team than ftr ftr is the best tag team right so they win then we get to dynamite and that might be where one of them says, well, let's go, you know, let's, let's make another run at this. And then I'm thinking Adam Cole goes, or what if I go after that championship on your shoulder again? We did a draw. I think you owe me a rematch. Hey, I helped you face your fears. And it turns into a, yeah, okay. Well, let's talk to Tony about that. Yeah, in the back, let's talk to Tony. And then we kind of progressed to this, Hey, no, fuck you. No, fuck you. And I think my gut says at all in in London for the championship, I think we're doing MJF versus Adam Cole. That's where that's where I think we're going with all of this. How we get there, though, I'm not sure. But I do think it's going to be. I don't think we're going to get the someone turns on the other person in the match. I think we're going to get a now it might happen on Dynamite the, the week after they lose. But my gut says they won't do the, oh, and then he turned. Because that's a little bit too easy. You know what I mean? Right. So I think that's what happens. Okay. But I fuck, maybe they win the championships. Fuck, I don't. I literally don't know what's going I'm very happen. interested to see where we go. Uh, because, yeah, like you said, there's so many ways to go. And I didn't think, I never would have envisioned the storyline that got us here. And where we're going with it is all fun to me. So I'm excited to see where we go. But it's all been very entertaining. Uh, mm-hmm. How to be a business analyst in the chat, by the way. Uh Go check out how to be a business analyst if you want to know how to be a business analyst. I know a guy. Check yeah. him out. He oh, says, yeah. uh, hey, did you ever give an answer to your Twitter question about what the name was for that sloppy belly-to-back suplex? And I don't recall this Twitter question. You know what he's talking about? I was going to answer So that. I retweeted it, and in ah. the match with uh, Dominic Mysterio oh. and um, and uh, that champion. Yeah. Uh, Wesley or some shit like that, right? Sure. You know, Stand he was... Here's a story I read. That guy was one week away from being the longest reigning North American champion. <laughs> Poor bastard. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. But there's a move here where Dominic Mysterio goes to do like a belly to back, but then right in the middle of it, just is like, I'm bailing and just throws him to the side. And like mm. Wesley or whatever, like kind of lands all fucking sloppily on it. I called it the how's your father. Yeah, right, because right. he has daddy issues, father, yeah. and it's yeah, and it's fun. You <laughs> right. know, I have seen the thing that is catching uh, more traction though is they're calling that move the drop the soap. 
Because <laughs> like he served time. That's a good one. That's a good one too. Yeah, I like that one too. That's good. That's good. So, um, yeah, that's where that's where we are with that one. But uh, it was bad. It was very yeah. bad. I, he also says uh, Russo has ruined my name since we were talking about Russo. And yeah, man, I'm sorry you got to share a name with that guy. But oh, I thought I thought his first name was How to Be a. Yeah, it's How that's to Be. Not a. It? Well, no, but it's his last name. <clears throat> Business, Business animals. animals. Right. Business analyst. Right. How to be a. How That's why a. I always say, hey, how to be a. Business analyst. <laughs> how to be a. Yeah, right. Business analyst. <clears throat> right, yeah. Yeah, right. right. That's not his name? Okay. What's up? How to be a? How to be a. How to be a. My friend, how to be a. How to be a. Um, all right. So then. Great information, uh, by the way, I'm... on the YouTube channel on how to be a business Oh, analyst. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, very. It's very good. I, I'm not even interested in necessarily <laughs> going down that route, but I learned right. something. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Of a bitch, like right? Maybe stuff. I do want to go into this. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, the thing I want to talk about though to wrap up this segment here is so they do this stare down, right? And then they hit the 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 mashup song of MJF and Adam Cole, and Dax goes right to the camera and was like, "Interesting, Tony, we're the champions. You play our music next time. How about that, huh?" And then. Uh, what's the other guy's name? I always read it's Dax and Cash. Cash, Cash, Dax and Cash. Cash, Cash gets out right. He's yeah, he's already and, up the ramp because they're supposed to hit their mark, right? He's ready. He's yeah, already and on the way. Dax is still like circling MJF, and MJF. This is where I think we kind of broke character yeah. here. MJF's like. I'll fuck you up. Like, hey, did we go is... off script a little bit here? Yeah, like, hey, you're in our moment yeah. here, bitch. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah that could have been, this... could have been, and or maybe you know, maybe Dax had a few too cold ones and was like, you know what, I'm gonna go out there and you know do something. Well, this this is where, if you want to play conspiracy theorist and you want to read the the dirt sheets, this is where one of those dirt sheet writers could easily write a stupid fucking story that'll catch a lot of traction that says. Dax and Cash are pissed that they have to drop the titles to like MJF, MJF right. and Adam Cole. They don't want to drop the title because not, that's not even a real tag team, they say. They say that they're the real true champions yeah. in this tag team division. These guys even got their tag team license? Yeah, exactly. I, I, The way he acted seemed like Tony told them that morning, hey, MJF and uh, the Adam Cole went tonight, and then on collision, we're going to, for a rating, we're going to give them the tag chance yeah it seemed like, that fucking way mjf and adam cole you motherfucker yeah that's probably well because yeah. because here's the thing and look i say this and i want to show like i have a cm punk sticker right like i i don't hate the guy i like yeah. people think i hate him i don't right i think i'm a lot like him and that's why i frustrated with him because it's like yeah i'd probably make those same mistakes but i truly think ftr and CM Punk are the type of guys, especially in wrestling, when they think they're number one and when they're working their way up to that number one spot, everyone's like, fuck yeah, look how hard these guys are working. Man, did you see that match on Saturday? Did you see that match on Monday? All this shit, right? <laughs> and then they get to that top spot that they've earned. And now they want to play King of the Mountain and they want to say, fuck anyone who's trying to get up here with us and they do this pushing down pushing down nope i mean go watch collision again that match that two out of three falls match was awesome it was great but the way here's a quick side quest too the way they're booking cm punk though is 1980s hulk hogan there is not a fucking difference yeah. between 1987 hulk hogan yeah. 
and Where CM like, Punk in twenty twenty three. He would be beating AW. you up if you weren't doing heel yeah. things. And the moment he oh gets, my God. Uh, yeah, right. And he gets on the mic. Hey, Canada, I'm doing this for Owen Hart. You know, like just fucking have American flag in Iowa and say we're Americans, aren't we? Like you're fucking corn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Like he is being, and I think he's being booked that way because he's doing the, this is my fucking show. There's no one that's going to fucking come up here. I'll give some attention and help some people like a Ricky Starks, but you best believe when shit hits the fan and there's a segment that needs a big rating, they're putting CM Punk in it and FTR. Not you motherfuckers. That's the feeling I think he's got the creative control kind of thing going on. Yeah. Look, and again, I I also, again, just to show you, I also have an FTR sticker. Okay. So like, I like these people. I'm I'm just saying it feels the way as an outsider watching them that they want to be number one and want to be number one forever. Jeffrey Seal says Dax and MJF do have beef from their time in the pinnacle. And I'm assuming he's meaning that's a, that's a storyline beef from Mm. their time in the pinnacle. Right. But so, I mean, that didn't seem like it, but. But yeah, yeah, Dax came out like he was actually mad about a thing, right? Like a thing. Yeah. It felt, and you're right. It felt like he yell. was there. He was there late. Cash had to kind of go back in and be like, "Are we still doing this? What? Are, come on, man. Let's like, right. let's roll, right? Yeah. yeah, it did feel. It felt tense. You don't yell at Tony. Maybe Khan. we got worked, but, but it was good. Well, you don't you don't yell at Tony Khan to play a different music because of a pinnacle thing. But see, that, that that does I think encapsulate what you're talking about, right? He's like, "Hey, why, next time why don't you play our music? We're the champs, right?" Like, yeah, but you came out after they won a thing, so no, you interrupted them. Right. Like, you don't just earn your music on the way out too because you came yeah. out and you were like, "Look at you. You suck." Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> leave now. Like, no. Like, I don't understand what that was. Yeah. Well, and they also powder out Right, so they yeah. leave the ring to let Adam Cole and MJF. So Adam Cole and MJF aren't going to be like, in the ring. Yay, yeah, right. Music. That's yeah. what I mean. We don't play your music because you just then decide to leave. We already hit right. it when you yeah. showed up. It Came was out. there to like yeah. make people go like, "Oh my God, FTR is here." We don't need them to be like, "Yeah, they're leaving." <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. Very interesting. I'm very intrigued by this match coming up. Uh, all right, so we go backstage. The best friends, Darby Allen, Nick Wayne, are all back there because why not yeah and she mentions they all have upcoming matches and darby says hey a friend of mine took me in when i was homeless and i'm not saying you owe me anything but give ar fox a shot at the international championship and orange cassie's like sure yeah whatever fine well he didn't he cool. he spoke more than we got out of orange cassie in a while he said like hey you and i are cool so yeah, fine. I'll give AR Fox a shot. Okay. I was like, you should have just been like, whatever. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I mean? like, I just, sure. yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, great. All well, that speech, right? Like, have Darby be like, listen, I know you don't owe me anything and whatever. And like, when I was you know 19, I mean? like, yeah, yeah. Right. Like, have a whole speech be like, listen, I'll find a way to make it up to you if you give a thing. And he's just like, who? And like, after he says it, I'll be like, AR Fox, be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> right yeah, like and yeah. then just fucking yeah, whatever yeah that's it well and i love the best friends the best friends are one of my favorite groups still i like that you can they are the best in AEW for plug and play you need a tag team championship match put in best friends you need a fucking match to start the show or kind of bridge to the main event orange cassidy you need a women's match chris statlander like they're fucking awesome yeah. and they're just 
genuinely well, I like fun. on this too when they're doing the like and yeah. they're like you want to get in on this Nick 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 Wayne come on buddy yeah and he's like <laughs> he's like I kind of yeah. want to but yeah. he didn't so I'm yeah. not going to and he just followed which and is weird too favorite, that Darby no like didn't even though he just asked him for a favor <laughs> like well but he but he's you know he yeah. you know, he doesn't yeah right yeah. 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 Ugh, whatever yeah. right yeah. but my favorite thing about the whole whole segment was they put their hands in and Renee Paquette goes, all right, back to you. And they go, back to you. <laughs> That's their fucking... <laughs> because, because Chuck Taylor That's what you is do. You the say funniest what... guy. Yeah, right. yeah. Back to you. <laughs> He's the yeah, fucking You know what best. I mean? When you put your hands in, somebody says something, and we all repeat it. So That's what she said. You, know? <laughs> you say, get in here, Renee. Yeah. She's like, all right, back to you. And they're like, back to you. <laughs> back to you. <laughs> Chuck Taylor's so great. Uh, all right, and then we did some synergy here. Before the main event, commentary is joined by Chompy. It's a fucking shark. <laughs> and Taz, still pissed off from yeah. the first match. He's, He's like, like, don't fucking don't, touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. And Tony Schiavone's like... I think he threatened like, a shark's life. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then Tony Schiavone's like, yeah. yeah. Loves Chompy. Yeah. <laughs> Congo. Oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably saying back in time yes yeah back in time <laughs> oh jumpy wow oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yes uh all right and so then here we go we got the blood and guts match and it starts with claudio and kenny omega and let me tell you something uh, if you read any of the wrestling news, you know that Kenny Omega this weekend did a match with Vikingo in Mexico where fucking Don Callis got attacked, apparently. Yeah. Like, not attacked, attacked, but, like, someone thought this no, was they a part did, of the yeah. So he got attacked, and then they find out later that this guy was a part of media and thought he was a fan. Because this is yeah. like the press conference post thing, and so they set up this yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like an outfield And so they thing. were like, not today, motherfucker, right? Like, they thought they were going to be the hero. And drag yeah. him then, like, jacked him up pretty decent. Like, he had to go to the doctor get some stuff checked out, but he was fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's also old. I saw it. It was just a, like a chicken wing, and he took him down. And, everyone yeah. was like, and he's like, what the fuck? Get off me. And then he was fine. Okay. Uh, gotcha. But he's still, you know what I mean? It was still something. Yeah. But, so when you're not prepared for it, and like you said, you're old and you get oh, tackled to the ground, like you fucking twist some shit up. Yeah, and apparently he fucking bruises easy because look at that fucking scar on his head. Um, that was another thing my son was like, look at this guy. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and that was by accident the other day. Like he, I told him that whole story and he was rolling about that. And I was like, Don Callis yeah. is so great. It's great. So, but my point here is that Kenny Omega did a fucking, you know, flips and shits and double fucking yeah, NC cup all over the place. And then is the first person in this match. Yeah, what so you're going to spend well fuck, over an man? hour in there. And, you know, I'll say this about the Blood and Guts match, right? War Games, whatever we're going to call it. Um, mm -hmm. The match doesn't officially begin until all competitors have entered the ring, right? So why is a ref hanging out in there? Like, he's all in, you know what I mean? Like, checking on him yeah. and stuff. Like, what are you there for? I get maybe make sure somebody's not dead. Right. But, Yeah. Well, but here's my thing. If, if the behind the curtain the thing match, is that he's there to make sure somebody's not dying, but the, yeah, right. the kayfabe reason is maybe that too. But again, in kayfabe to me, and I get it, you guys hate each other. So this is why we're doing the match. Right. But for strategy, I just be like, Hey man, I'm running away from everyone until the fifth guy comes and then we're going to fight. Cause like, 
I feel like both right people now. would want to do that. Like, hey, man, I'm just going to yeah. yeah, hear you say on that ring. Yeah, we, got, we got six minutes. Now, okay. when the second yeah. guy shows up, maybe it's like, okay, now I got right. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, a little bit of that. They should do that. The first two should just kind of be like feeling each other out, right? Like little slap fighting here and there, right? A little trash talking. And then a second person yeah. comes in. And now the one's like, oh, my God. <laughs> like trying to run right. away, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and then they're like, all right, it's two on two. Okay, let's all back up. Back to and slap fighting. Two two. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, again, but I get it. They hate each other, so that's why they Oh, fight. but you could get into fake things be like, they could do some arm wrestling, right? Like just some various competitions, yeah. right? Mini games. Mini games. <laughs> Hey, if you put I the forever. best friends in a blood and guts, that that would make sense. The best friends would do that. Like, hey, yes. we've got two people until this. Draw like a hot skateboard line. Who the fuck wants to play this? Yeah. Bring a dodgeball, right? Let's start. Doing... Uh -oh, you can start volleyballing over the nets or the the yeah. ring ropes between the two. Yeah. One point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then the real fucking like heavy hitters come in. That would be great. That would be great. But anyhow. So let's these get a two PG start off blood and guts. <laughs> like, let's call it something else and let's do that. Well, so let's talk about this because we go zero to 100 fucking Real super fast. quick. We, we put so the blood and guts with, and blood and guts fast. Oh, my God. So we start off with Claudio and Omega and they're doing their thing. Then Pac comes out and obviously Pac hates Omega. So then it's Claudio and Pac beating up on Omega. Then Hangman comes out and Hangman does his shit and he's like, fuck, yeah. Check me out. My Cowboy cool shit. tassels. Yeah, I got tassels, motherfucker, and chaps. Ba bow. Cowboy right? tassels. Motherfuckers. And then. Chap tassels then, might be an episode title name. <laughs> I love that too. Chap tassels. But then we get fucking Weirdsmobile crazy when John Moxley walks out with a oh. God bless it screwdriver in his hand and I think a fork in his back pocket. And he's Ready. just like, who wants fucking tossed salad, motherfuckers? Because your forehead is going to be all types of fucked You're up. You're Abdullah the Butchering everybody tonight. Bop, bop, bop. And he's fucking up oh. everyone with this thing. We're giving out hepatitis and... V, Q, X, Z. Yeah. And they're fucking <laughs> going at it. Da, bah, bah. And he's, I mean, it got super dark really quick. Really quick. John Moxley has this energy where... It's starting to become, you know, like your crazy uncle when you're like at a family reunion, everything's cool. And then you hear that fucking door slam open and you look at the door and it's your crazy uncle and you're like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. And then everyone gets Fun tense. Well lasted. Yeah. And then someone's like, I'm going to step up to him. And then those motherfuckers, and now you're like, God damn it. Can't fucking uncle Steve leave. You're like fucking yeah. get out of here. Sounds like my it's a real story. Oh, that's right. a real story. Uh, <laughs> but then Nick Jackson comes down. And Nick Jackson is when we get back to the flips and shit. He's doing his kick here, jump off the rope there. Here's this. Ba -ba -dum -boom, ba -ba -pow -pow, right? Then Willer Yuta comes out. And here is where we need to figure this out. I don't know if we need to do an hour interrupted presented by Shark Week or an hour interrupted presented by charman or whatever the fuck it is because yuda comes out and he's got a fucking chair and commercial go to break and you're like yeah what? this guy coming and in blazing hell and i get it they did picture in picture but that's still not the same thing uh, right you're not going to get the chance you're not going to get well, they the, don't always the leave the picture and picture up the whole time you notice that right that's true picture well. picture yeah. for a couple minutes and then it goes away and it's like what yeah <laughs> and so yeah, I think next year we've got to figure out a way to be like, 
we're doing an hour no commercials Blood presented no by commercials. yeah presented by doritos or whoever the fuck yeah. and just be like well, that's wives. what we're doing <laughs> yeah well <laughs> let's talk about we'll get into all the spots but the funniest moment that was even acknowledged by, by kitty litter <laughs> clean up all this <laughs> well let's talk about the the funniest moment acknowledged by excalibur where he did a national yeah. red cross blood donation read yeah. during blood yes. and guts. Yeah, he's like love that That's i did that read perfect. during blood and guts yeah that was perfect that should have been that like because he delivered it full professional and then right i mean he doesn't miss pacing at all as soon as he finishes the read he's like and yes i did do that read during a blood and guts match yeah. <laughs> like it was still Just part of the read if you didn't cut it perfect <laughs> it's great perfect yeah the only thing that would have made it better is if the uh production team was better and had like a shot of moxley bleeding from his oh, head like, yeah. that would have been the only thing make sure to so, donate blood he's just pours. exactly that's what i'm saying and then we get a little bit more fun. So Yuta's out there, but then Mac, Matt Jackson runs out and he attacks Pac. And Matt Jackson is when we start to get outside of the ring. We're starting to mm -hmm. do stuff on the ramp. And then uh, Yuta and Matt Jackson go to the top of the cage. Nothing crazy necessarily Yeah, but I like that Yuta was like, fuck this. <laughs> Just like, yeah, nah, he's like, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> right. And then in one of the crazier spots, so Matt Jackson does the the whatever he calls it, the fucking thing, and then the thing. Oh, he does, yeah, that multi where it looks like he's about to suplex him right off the side of the thing. That yeah. one was getting me a little bit. I was like, watch out, guys. <laughs> like, one little misstep dizzy. and you're both dead here. Yeah. Uh, but so then Yuta goes, the hey, I'm cowering out of this position. Fuck this. I'm out of here, right? So he, he climbs down. And then Matt Jackson is like, well, I got these thumbtacks, so let's just fucking make Rain the snow on these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoop. And but once they got the shot there, though, right? Because Claudio and whoever they look up, it was Yuta, I think, Pac. and they look up and they're like, yeah, it was Pac, and they're like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then, boom, then they got countered. Yeah, yeah. That was when they got it. Uh, and then, all right, okay. Well, then what happens after that? So then. Well, we do have a quick uh, uh, tweet table about this. Let me. Bring oh, okay. Yeah. Let's get into it. Brian J. Bay Bay says. Hack dropping off the top of the cage and putting Junior super kick number two through the table. Damn, hashtag tweet the table. Junior super yeah, that kick was. <laughs> well, he fucking like yeah. got momentum mm -hmm. and then went down. And that's a kick right to the sternum. That yeah. could break a rib easy. That wasn't like the Finn Balor where I can, you know, put my uh, forearms in front of my stomach and just take it on my forearms. That was right there. Woo. Nick yeah. Jackson got fucked up on that one. Jeffrey Seal says that was purposeful, like Nick Gage with the pizza cutter while Domino's commercial was playing. That was the best. That's the best one of all. One of my time. favorite moments in wrestling history. Yeah, that's that's the best of all time. That can never be beat. Um so then, yeah, <laughs> after all of these spots, we get Takeshta walks out, right? Takeshta walks out, and he also has a chair. That's another thing, too. All these motherfuckers had chairs, except for Moxley, who had a fork and a screwdriver. <laughs> and uh then oh and which then, by the way is, i have every belief that like mox travels with that exact fork and screwdriver too like it's in his bag yeah. he's got to like deal yeah. with airport security every time and be like listen man I'm <laughs> yeah like he has to take it yeah. out and he's like so this is the blood of nick gage uh this is the blood of kenny yeah. omega yeah, i'm not gonna stab Over anybody here on is... here i do that in sanctioned yeah. fights <laughs> yeah on the on the last little uh silver uh tongue that's actually hangman's hair yeah. like he just like tells you the story oh, yeah, you guys fork. know who nick gage is i got a pizza cutter in here <laughs> yeah well here's the thing that so as i've said multiple times on this show 
I will watch AEW Dynamite or Collision, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. And my wife will be in the living room, but she will read a book and then kind of glance up and giggle at Eddie. Sometimes doing schoolwork, like she's a a responsible adult. Yeah, she's that, looks up, okay, but back to reading. She reads her stories, Agatha Christie, all that stuff. She saw when, God bless it, John Moxley got this bed of nails out. Oh, yeah. And legitimately said, well, she legitimately said like, Hey, I get that like you're into this, but like someone could like really be hurt. And my dumbass, this is why, thank God she's never divorced me. I'm yeah, we're sitting on the yet. We're we're on the couch <laughs> together, right? So we're on the couch together. She's uh, with her back up against the the uh chair or the arm of right. the couch reading, and I'm in the last cushion staring straight yep. at the TV. She looks at the book, she puts it down, she sees puts it down again and goes, Hey, I get that. Like you're into this, but this is kind of making me uncomfortable. And I, without fucking missing a beat, like the smooth brain idiot. I am. I go, isn't that cool? (laughs) (laughs) I was so happy. (laughs) Like a fucking psycho. I hear what they're trying to do to make you uncomfortable. (laughs) That means they're doing a good job. Yeah, now you're like, oh, I should not have said that. But in the moment, I was so enthralled. I was like, this is the coolest thing in the world. You you know the comedian Mike Birbiglia? He's got a bit Mm -hmm. where he said he was like bringing a a mattress in and a lady held the door open for him in his apartment complex. She was like, she was like, she's like, normally I'd be worried, uh, you know, to just hold the door open, but a rapist wouldn't be carrying a bed like that. And he goes, what I should have said was, thanks. What I did say was, you'd be surprised. <laughs> that's the that's the energy you have. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. Yeah, I was just like, this is gonna be nuts. Yeah, and oh my god. And so going back to the match, and again speaking about Kenny Omega, the first one to get shotgun kicked in this fucking thing is Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and then he gets kicked in it. It ricochets off the corner and then goes into his leg he has to like he has like no sell the back thing because the leg is hurt and he like throws it off of him good yeah yeah there's times where i'm like look guys we don't need to do this right but it is fodder for this conversation yeah but like specifically kitty omega because you know i don't know the details and i don't need to know the details because it's on his own medical history but I've been led to believe he had seven surgeries while yeah. he was out. He's, we're nearing the end of the Kenny Omega career here, right? We don't need to Ric yeah, Flair so, this. <laughs> well, but, so we come back and Osprey just fucking drops him on his head. Vikingo does nine fucking flips into his sternum. And now we're kicking him into a bed. Of, like, we like him, right? Well, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> who hates this guy? Yeah. Does he hate himself? Do we need to have a talk with him and Darby? Like, what yeah. the fuck is happening here? It was nuts. And so, a counselor the in nails. here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need some fucking help. So, the bed of nails. And then that becomes the thing. And then here we go. We've got uh, John Moxley, you know, wearing Kenny Omega like a hat towards the end of this match. And he stomps on uh, Kenny Omega's hand, which is on the nails. Mm and that's kota abushi yeah and kota abushi walks out and he's like what is up 
and Jeff Hardy's this motherfucker and is like, isn't this fucking cool? Yeah, meanwhile, meanwhile yeah. <laughs> his golden lover is like, I'm about to lose a hand. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. Feel the energy of Boston. <laughs> yeah. I seen a TikTok about that once too, where a person was like, when you're a pro wrestler and you see your friend getting beat up in the ring and then it shows him like doing a bunch of this and like slapping (laughs) what the fuck and he walks out here and look i'm gonna be uh completely honest with the audience and people listening later i know abushi by name only i saw one of his matches i think similar the wwe i've seen highlights he looks great getting off the bus you know what i mean all the stuff Right. He fucking sucked in yeah, this match. Yeah, he missed a lot of shit. He was slow. Oh, the, the thing that just immediately made me go like, oh, this is an F for him, is the first thing he does. These strikes look like the opening yeah. match at Central oh, he missed States a bunch. Wrestling. Yeah, he missed a bunch of, yeah. Yeah, the opening strikes. There was some that like he missed where guys still sold it, and I'm like, yikes. Well, he takes Moxley down and does remember when AEW had the controversy where one of the like dark order members was like not hitting Dustin Rhodes oh, yeah. and he was like hitting above the head. This is what Abushi's doing. He's like, Ugh. and Moxley's like, I mean, okay, like this hurt. But Moxley's like, like, I brought a fork and a screwdriver, man, <laughs> hit me. <laughs> yeah. Now I will give him as this far guy's as guy's got chap tassels and you're over here fucking <laughs> yeah throwing God these fucking straight arm punches looking like a weirdo. <laughs> now I will give him. I don't know if this was intended or not. Maybe uh, Moxley towards the end translated to him, "Hey, fucking lay it in a little bit." But when Abushi goes to the second ring and Moxley's like up on the corner, Abushi kicks him right in the mm. mouth, like in the teeth, and he's like, "Ah, fuck, this hurt." Uh, so I don't know if that was intended or not. But he, I'll say this. I thought Yuta would stick out the most. I thought because of the experience of everyone mm-hmm. else in this match and kind of what their history has been, that Yuta would be the one like, okay, like, can I go to a hundred here? Right? Right. Not the case. This would, Abushi looked like a sore thumb throughout this entire time that he was in the yeah, match. Yeah, it, it, diff- it looked odd placement and weird. Um, running into how this match ended though, I thought was interesting. Well, it's interesting for a lot of different reasons. Do you want to get into the first reason why it was interesting? Okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The fucking production team missed John Moxley surrendering. What the flying fuck, guys? <laughs> Girls, I don't know who the fuck's back there. They, them, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to be called. Like, yeah, you have one that- fucking job. First of all, that's a big deal. First of all, you know, the the match decision should be caught. And two, it's Moxley giving up, which I'm I'm gonna guess hasn't happened yet in AEW. Well, he the so maybe it did, what right? We're led to believe, yes. So what we're led to believe from what I saw from the AEW apologists, which I can be one of, but what I've been reading from them is that they saw Hangman hanging Yuda Moxley knows that Yuda is too tough for his own good. Cause he feels like he has to be tougher than anyone to show the BCC that he belongs. Moxley knows this. He knows what that fucking feels like. So then he surrenders 
on behalf of right. Yuda. Right. Which is a great story, right? Yeah. Write that down. That's fucking cool and interesting, especially for the Blackpool Combat Club, because where does that leave them, right? Yeah, because especially if Wheeler doesn't get that, and he's now like, you tapped, and Mox is like, oh, I, I tapped? I tapped to save yeah. your life, you son of a bitch, right. right? Yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. Yeah, uh, you guys said that we never give up, and Moxley's like, would you shut up? And he's like, yeah. no, this is not what I signed up for, and like, we could have that, right? Like a little civil war. Love it. But, but here's the thing, and again, I know I'm a broken record with this production. Oh, Mox tapped the hangman, right? Justin Flores says, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah that right. at Revolution, my mm -hmm. favorite match of the year. Yeah. Right. Spoiler alert. That's my favorite match of the year. Um, but like, here's the thing, guys. Like, Jesus Christ. Moxley was handcuffed and sitting. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like this motherfucker was running. Yeah. We know Moxley's yeah. going yeah. to yeah. give you, up. You could have just set the camera in place. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. He's yeah. staying right here. Right. I mean, God damn, guys. Yeah. I'm not saying, hey, yeah. you missed Vikingo's 830 uh, dog water fucking splash splash or whatever the yeah. fuck you want to call it. You but, missed Moxley sitting down saying, I quit. But I like the storytelling that we did here with, hey, Pac finally is like, fuck this. He gets in a little tussle yes. with Moxley and he's like, fuck you. Fuck you. I like that they're not hiding the birds at all. He's like, everybody can catch these fucking birds, right? Like, uh -huh. everybody, get out of the ring. Another one for your trouble, right? Like, just throwing them up, out, right? I like that. And then uh, I like that Don Kaus at some point realizes they're fighting a losing battle, and he's like, just get the fuck out of here, man. Like, just, Ibushi, let's, go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Or not Ibushi, um, yeah. uh, Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita. And now, yeah. now the Blackpool Combat Club is in peril. And I think that's done because I think we can move on now. And now I think we might get this Blackpool Combat Club. Maybe we're going to get a death triangle. Blackpool Combat Club death triangle. A oh, yeah. Here. Well, so when it was announced, and, and here's nitpicking again. I'm nitpicking. Because again, AEW apologist wants to say that everything ties into everything, and AEW does a fucking fantastic job of paying attention to the try details more than the other place, right? But this one wasn't it. So, what happened was uh, they're doing like the fucking punch face train to whoever it was in the corner, yeah, and one of them moves. And Claudio hits Pac, and then that's when Pac is like, right. well, fuck this, right. And does what when he was supposed said, to be fingers. here today. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> now, and even Tony Khan is like, yeah, this is this is exactly what we we're going for. We we flash back this this clip is going on uh Twitter right now, where Moxley gave the bird to Pac and bailed on a tag match. And now we're supposed to think that Pac is returning the favor. However, Claudio hit him. He was yeah. mad at Claudio. Right. So like that doesn't like yeah. I get Moxley's still, on that which team. in itself fits right. Pox like hey right. fuck you well, and then and then like he might have been fine but Mox was like oh no fuck you get you know what I mean it happened and then he's like no fuck you <laughs> right like right and then he's just like oh, yeah. fuck you guys I don't need to be here I already beat up Kenny yeah. Omega enough I'm fucking out of here yeah exactly I need to win so this match leaves. I just wanted to beat him up. Yeah. Well and so now Friday night because unfortunately Mark Briscoe is hurt the new title match. Yeah, for the Ring of Honor pay per view is Claudio yeah. versus Pac. So I think which we may get awesome. into this more. Like that'll take Blackpool Combat Club into a thing with uh, um, Death Triangle. Maybe is what I'm thinking, and then mm -hmm. we can now move on from this. Uh, yeah, I mean Blackpool Combat Club feud. Yeah, and for people that were there, they shared footage that after the match, 
uh, the elite and Blackpool Combat Club shook hands and then mm. went their separate ways. So you've earned our respect kind of thing, which is cool. Fine. Whatever. I do like that idea. And here's one thing I'll tell you, you know, I don't know how the subscriptions for Ring of Honor television is going. But one thing that if you want to fucking bump them up, put Moxley over there, right? So yeah. you got Claudio as champion. I think you got Yuta fighting a boot or not a Bushi, but um, uh, Dana Brooke. Who the fuck is this? No, who's the uh, guy that kicks people really hard? He was with Orange Cassidy in that four way. Oh, Anyhow, yeah. I think he, he's. Uh, the... uh, God damn it, Romero, right? Uh... No, no, he's a he's a New Japan guy. Anyhow. He's the, the the pure champion. I think Yuta's going after them. And then the tag champions are the Lucha Bros. So you put Pac and the Lucha Bros in Ring of Honor. You got Claudio. You got Yuta. Brian Danielson's on the shelf for we don't know how long. So just throw Moxley over there. I bet you some subscriptions will go up if you tell me, hey, Moxley's got a fork again on Ring of Honor television. What? <laughs> you know what? I'll yeah. pay that for a month. Uh, Jeffrey so. Sills says Claudio needs an opponent for the ROH, but I think that's what you just said, right? It's going to be Pac. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Pac. Yep. Um, and so I'm trying to think ROH champs. This is bothering me. Who is that fucking guy? Uh, champions. It is. Da -dun -da -dun -dun. Boop, boom. Ba -dum -ba -dum -bum. Mm -mm. No, son of a bitch. I did the wrong thing here. Yep. Look at you. Oh, at anyway. You. Trying to fact check, yeah. and this is what again, this is what happens. Uh, to you, you know. So anyhow, so that years, was our. <laughs> yeah. So that was our. Wow. That was our. Uh, Anybody in the chat know who are you looking for? You're looking for the ROH Pure Champion. Or Shibata. 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 Yeah. That's his fucking name. Go. The bread. He's the bread guy. He's not the bread guy, but he sounds like a bread. He should be the bread guy. Come out with Shibata bread. What's yeah, up? Probably not. Yeah. No. Okay, Vince. It's funny. <laughs> hey, it's funny. It's better than, hey, guess what? I kick people really fucking hard. Uh, there's that. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that was uh, AW Dynamite. As you said, this was one of your favorite shows. I loved uh, it. I thought I they did. I think I like the idea of these like longer matches, but we jam-packed a lot of storytelling into this, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we didn't mm -hmm. need 10 matches here tonight. We had four, I think, right? We could have made a women's match, actually, a women's match, but you know what I mean? Uh, I like this episode. I like a lot of what we delivered here with minimal things mm -hmm. that I thought were wrong. I thought it was a plus yeah. episode. Yeah. The only thing, and I already challenged him to it and I hope you clip it and send it to him. But the only thing I would challenge him is, Hey, let's fucking get more women involved. And here's the thing. I am. I have been saying this for years now, part of the 10 years of uh, Spanish announce table. I'm not a, we got to have the women because we're, we're progressive. Like, put the best on and put the best on. Right. But if you're going to have two titles for the women fucking feature, the two titles for the women, that's all I'm getting at is like, if you're going to say we all have pro women's pro wrestling, then show me women's pro wrestling. And all you showed me is especially last night was 45 seconds of a girl getting confused and Britt Baker trying to coach her into how to fucking get lost. Justin Flores says we could do Shibata versus Luigi Primo, the battle for baking supremacy. Yeah, and, do, 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 and he's like i got bread he's like i got dough and, no yeah. but if he's italian don't we need to make him like an indian or something like that and no yeah i think yeah 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 i think well i well actually i think he's german but he's playing italian no i don't know anything yeah, right yeah. <laughs> yeah but um luigi hoffenstein <laughs> yeah right, exactly that's his real name uh but what i was gonna say though is um 
you know, one thing that we thought about kind of recapping on blood and guts, if you go back actually went three months or so ago, we all, we kind of thought that this year's blood and guts might be the, uh, AEW homegrown girls versus the outsider AEW women. We thought we were headed. And so what I'm saying is let's fucking pull that trigger. Right. Why didn't we do that? That we could have built all this. Yeah. Well, now there were some injuries, right? Jamie haters hurt, things like that. True. But let's plan for next year. Britt Baker, Willow, Jamie Hader, Thunder Rosa, uh, Tony Storm. Like we got, yeah, we got the women to do this. Let's do a five on five women's blood and guts match. And I guarantee you, it's not going to be as athletic, but it might be more violent. Yeah, they're going to go all out. They're going to try to. They're going to go for sure. all out, and I'm going to love it. that for it. Yeah. So it. there we go. Well, all right, man. I think we've got enough to say. Uh, we had a fun episode on fo fo fo, but get us something. Table show at gmail.com. Send us an MP4, an MP3, an email, something. Talk about your love of the Spanish announce table. If you're a new listener, if you're an old listener, something you want us to talk about, just open forum. Something something send us something i can read or listen to or play on this next show uh when we come back uh, for the 10-year anniversary of the spanish announce the spanish announce table